you are. Matty, welcome back to another episode of Stoppage Time TV. We're live back in the flesh, live and direct. You already know what time it is. Before we go any further, make sure you're liking, make sure you're subscribing, make sure you switch to your notifications. So that's 360 TV on YouTube, Stop Your Time TV on SoundCloud, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. You already know what the socials are as well. Make sure you get involved in the conversation. First and foremost, hold tight the free point collectors in our web chat, you get me? So hold tight the free point collectors. Come on. Number two, hold tight the point collectors. Hold tight the point collectors. So hold tight, Fuad. Hold tight. Hold tight the Champions League qualifiers. You get me? Hold tight the Champions League qualifiers. Mm-hmm. And finally, hold tight the man them that are going to Europe, even though they didn't want to go to Europe in it. Like, you get me? Like, listen, man them have to compete in it. Like, even though man them didn't want to get into Europe, man them are there in it. So what is that? That's Chelsea, Manchester United, Champions League. Um, Spurs Europa League but boy Man United have finished third with 66 points and they've got their goal difference so Cam you're probably going to have to get the ball rolling for us because halfway through the season this didn't look like a possibility it's happened now you guys are third you've turned it around What's the feeling in the Man United camp? What are we saying about Oli? What are we saying about the team? What we, in fact, paint the picture of the whole week because obviously we had the results that we didn't speak about in the last because we, um, it was during the week. We then had the panic, I guess, from United that our oh, Leicester are going to beat us, and then now we're in a situation where you guys have finished third. Um, it was just to be honest, it's, it's good, isn't it? Like obviously. At the point, at the point of when we got into, when so from around January when it was all gloom and doom or doom and gloom or whatever, it was, it didn't look like that was a possibility. Obviously, we're fourteen points behind Leicester, so and Chelsea were the ones that were looking like we're going to try and catch. But then Chelsea, anytime Chelsea dropped points, we weren't capitalised. So it was just looking like a dead end type of situation. But um, obviously, Leicester collapsed massively. Their collapse is ridiculous. Like, well, as much as United have done well, their collapse is ridiculous. I think they've won six of their last 18 or something like that. Or well, something I'm crazy. Get a like shout that. Out, no? Did I get a shout out for that one? Oh, oh yeah, no, credit, credit for saying that. Um, credit for that. Um, but then when you look at, what was it? That less, I think it's ever since when they got battered 4-0 from Liverpool. I think that turned their season around. From there, just start collapsing, but whatever. For, for, so, we didn't look like it was the possibility. So, fair play for us actually, you know, achieving it and getting there. But at the same time, at the same time, it's one of those situations where, one second, you know, at the same time, it's one of those situations where I think it's just glossing over. Is glossing over. What's that? What's that term? What's that phrase? What um, glossing over the cracks? Glitter, glitter over, over the cracks. Glitter. Haven't you heard that phrase? That glitter over the pool? Oh, I don't. Do no, that glitter, there's, 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 there's one that every, everything that glitters isn't mean, gold. Man. I know that one, but man said, <laughs> yeah. I said glitter over the cracks. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, whoa, <laughs> this glitter talk. <laughs> yeah, whoa, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah. So, yeah. 
So it's one of them situations where it's like um, the perception, the reality. I feel like it's, yeah, it, it kind of feels exactly like when we came second under Jose. Um, it's like yeah, that's that's good. You're, you're second on, on paper. It looks great, but in reality, in reality, it's just kind of like it's not that impressive to me. It's not that impressive to me because there's still loads of issues that United have. Loads of issues that United have, and finishing third is nice because obviously you want to get into the Champions League. But when I look at my United play, and I look at the coaching, I look at some of the stuff, it doesn't really fill me with that much that much confidence. Do you know what I mean? Going forward, to be honest. What are some of those low points? Would you say, mm-hmm. and some of the deficiencies? I would say it's one. It's a coaching issue. There's a personal issue, and there's a coaching issue, right? But a lot of it comes down to the coaching for me. You've got a situation where I've mentioned the only way I think Ole can succeed is if we get him a bunch of top players. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to get a bunch of top players. We're not going to get a bunch of top You've players. Got that's the, that's the thing. That... Now. Yeah, that's the big thing. Yeah, the money's the never money. held you lot back. And you've got money as well. I don't think we're going like to spend that much. So, in my opinion, it's just like, you're going to be able to get a couple of players and if he can get Sancho and if he can get Grealish and that's great. But in terms of what we need, I think for him to succeed even more to actually do bits, bits, he's going to need even more than that. Because as I said, when you make a little bit of changes, the team's the team collapses. So, yeah, yeah it's nice. It's nice to look at the table and see third place and we can be shameless and we can throw all these jokes around and stuff like that. But in reality, bro, we, we can't take that team into the Champions League. They'll get absolutely waxed to hell. They'll get battered. In reality, if we played a real top team, like Chelsea lost 3-0 to Bayern, got a little reality check. If we played against Bayern, it could be 4-5-0, 6-0. Do you know what I mean? So, in all honesty, like, it's good to see, but... And I'm happy we, we could hit that. Like, if, if Ole at the start of the season had a little target sheet, he's tipped it. Yeah, yeah. he's tipped it. But yeah. the context of it... Mate, 66 points, as you said, 66 points. We, first of all, got 66 points last season. We finished sixth. This season, it got third. So we've had an identical season to a year which Jose got sacked in and stuff like that. Then we've had, so we've had an exactly identical season. And then when you look at it as well, um, this is our second lowest point tally ever. And we're 33 points off the champions. So, yeah, we can be like, oh, my God, is it, but is it really progress? It's not really progress because we've had the same amount of points. There is some stuff you can look at is we conceded 54 goals last season. This season we conceded 36. Okay, that's good. That's, that's, that's progress um, in a way. So there's little things like that. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't really see it as much progress. There's been a lot of individual improvements as well, like with Rashford and Bruno's addition. Because a couple of weeks ago, I mean, most United fans were kind of positive looking forward into next season, kind of going forward. And I hear what you're saying, you kind of need a few additions. But I don't think much has changed, to be honest. Like, I still think you lot, with maybe two to three signings, I think you lot could still be there as outside title challengers. Like, I know it's yeah, kind but... of gone... you got to remember as well, it's like before Bruno came and after Bruno came almost is how I look at United. It's like before he came, you lot had no creativity in that midfield and it was looking shocking. Now it's like, you've kind of got your options to pick from because Fred has been kind of non-existent in the second half since the restart. It's like Matic all of a sudden has earned a new deal. So there have been improvements, I would say, in individuals. But I don't know. It's kind of like there seems to be such a deflation almost. You know what's shocking? Yeah, because there's, 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 no, 
and and it's come so quick. That's what I don't get it because even yeah, it's, it's, it's it's the honeymoon period, isn't it? Like you sign a new player, you start getting the most out of your players and whatnot. You come back, you're performing, and then you start hitting the reality. So within our group chat, I remember when certain individual came and was like, "Oh, why is Bruno playing at this?" And I said, "Why are you surprised? This is who you've signed. If you go and check his track record, you'll have record. games where he's stinking, but he will affect the game statistically." And Cam, I know you've highlighted it, you spoke about it, but it's something a lot of United fans are realising now that Bruno can drop three fours out of tens, but he'll score the pen or he'll score a goal because that's how he is. And again, when you, you know when you have something and it's all shining and whatnot, and you look at it deep and you go, hold on, we've got big issues here. United fans are screaming it now about, oh, Oli doesn't make changes. And they realise and they go, actually, no, Oli can't make changes because the guys he's going to bring on can't play that football that he's standing yeah. 11 plays. And it's like, oh, but Ole can't even coach the people he's bringing on yeah. to try and play a different way to get results. So I think when you get the results, you're happy. Then after a while, you start realising, OK, there are some big, big issues here that we need to address. Because well, that's that the highs and lows of football for me. And it's like the prime example yeah. of that for me is like Brandon Williams. Like, yeah. when he initially came into the team, it was like, yeah, we, we could potentially have a left-back solution. Yeah. And it's like he's a bright spot coming in. And then all of a sudden, like the last two, three weeks, it's been like, he is the issue. And I'm hearing United fans recalling for Luke Shaw to start. And I'm like, right. it's, right. it's crazy. So, but that, I will say that yeah. is one yeah. thing um, from a tactical aspect. I think United, the last couple of games I've seen is having Luke, uh, Brandon Williams and Rashford on the left with them both being naturally right footed. It lacks that kind of natural left side overlap that you don't yeah. always need. And even yeah. when Brandon Williams does that, he tends to cut back all the time, which I get is frustrating, mm. but... The kid, it's his debut season. I don't know why they're killing him. You said it last week, like, it was just that game. But nah, it's been almost every game since. It doesn't make sense. That's just United fans just trying to find a scapegoat or whatever. But I'm telling you, the the, the big issue, which I've mentioned to you, man, is when I said to you, no matter who we get, if we get four players in this summer, I said we can the best we can do with Ole is a top three little situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Try and break the top. But you look at Chelsea moving aggressively, talking about they want to, they don't care about top four, they want to win titles, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really sound like that kind of information is coming out of United or coming out of Ole. You know what I mean? It sounds like he's just yeah. happy to be there. You know what I mean? So it's just one of them situations where I think the, the, the limit should never be third. We've just achieved that limit. All right, we've just got third now. So what, next season we're going to sign players just about for third? So that means next season we should really be trying to win titles, right? Exactly. And I just don't think that's going to happen under... I don't think that's going to happen under Ole. So everyone's going to probably be like, I'm being negative and stuff. But I'm just being realistic. When you look at the way Manchester United play, okay, a lot of our players are, you can probably say, fatigue and stuff. But it always still just looks like individual FC. You know what I mean? It still looks like if, if, Martial, doesn't pick up the ball, if Martial doesn't just pick up the ball, knock a little one-two with Rashford and Rashford buries it or whatever. It's like, where's the pattern of plays? Where's the pattern yeah. of plays? But there is... There are situations where I look at it and it's like, it's a mismatch. It's a mismatch in some of our, in our, in our squad. So, like Mamisaka, for example, he can't break the guy. I know sometimes I come on here talking about Mamisaka all the time, but honestly, bro, like, it's, 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 it's a big liability. His, his technical ability is a, is a massive liability for Man United and it's going to get exposed even worse in the Champions League. You can't be, you can't be that bad on a football. Yeah. And, in the modern day as a fullback, everyone can be like, oh, bread and butter, or nah, defend, defend, but bro, you've got to be able to do both. And T- 
teams are now Chelsea exposed it mainly. Everyone knows that Wan Bissaka is not great on the ball, but Chelsea exp- exposed it the most. And since then, two other teams have gone and done it as well. Go on, go pass the ball to Wan Bissaka. All right, go on and do. let everything happen with Wan Bissaka. And that, imagine doing that. Like, imagine a PSG or something highlighting something like that. Like Wan Bissaka is the weak link. Like, bro, it's, it's it's peak, fam. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like so, in the last couple of games, that's what it's been. He's he's allowed to have kind of most of the ball out on his side. Kind of let him let him whip or do whatever he wants with it. And as you said, the lack of product there. But the thing is, you lot have spent fifty million on him on just this summer, so he ain't getting absolutely nowhere. Exactly. Exactly. No, I think it's just I don't think he needs to get sold nothing, but there needs to be more flexibility with Ole in certain times, in certain games. There needs to be a time where he's like, Do you know what? This person, but that's why I don't understand why he's trying to get rid of Dallow. But look, in the Bro, grand scheme I was just of things, yeah. Dallow is the complete opposite mm-hmm. in the sense of he can't defend, but going, going forward, forward, he's brilliant. He's and, and some games it should be Dallow. And even so, like I've said, Brandon Williams naturally right footed. Why can't he play yeah. right back? Exactly. Listen, we're Manchester United, yeah. At the end of the day, I would rather a fullback at Manchester United that can attack better than he can defend personally, because mm-hmm. we're always going to more time be on the front foot. Kyle Walker, as much as yeah, we should be. Kyle Walker, Trent, as much as a man you might say us going back. How often do you get to see how us they are going back? Not that much because Just more time their teams are, more time their teams are doing bits. Yeah, and more time they're heavily involved in the offensive play. Every no one can be perfect. That's understandable. I mean, yeah. no one can be perfect, but at main night we should always be a team that's on the front foot. So that's why I'd rather someone a bit more offensive. But I'm not trying to say that's the biggest issue. The issue, or as I said, we've ticked a box, which is great. I'm happy about getting into the Champions League. But I'm, it makes me more still worrying times ahead. Like, I hope United fans don't think the job is done or no, anything like United, that. I see similarities with your situation in Chelsea in the sense that big teams, right, or fans of big teams... When you're not where you where you want to be, even if you achieve an objective, in yeah. your head it's like we're supposed to be at the top. We have to be realistic. Man City and Liverpool are the big, the two biggest teams in the country. Yeah. Man City can cash power their way to stuff. Liverpool have built something, but um, Chelsea and United naturally, no matter what the circumstances, are going to say, "Listen, we should be there." So. To finish third and fourth respectively on the same amount of points, when you look at it, it's kind of like, one, it should be a bit closer. Two, um, this is probably where we should be finishing because we're not as good as other teams, but yeah. we should be getting closer. With Manchester United, what you have is you have a situation where the fans are celebrating this sort of momentous thing happening. And it's like, oh my God, Champions League and everything. But you've got people that are being more realistic about it and saying, well, listen, if we don't change anything, we're going to keep battling. We're not going to get back to where we need to be. Whereas yeah. Chelsea, on the other hand, like the reaction I saw from the players mm-hmm. was objective achieved. It wasn't like, oh my God, Champions League. It was like, okay, you're not. We've just but I think that's because you lot still have the um, FA Cup still in there as well. And even United, No, true, but still United still have Europa League. I, think, I don't think it's just that. I think it's more about, again, if you maybe look at Chelsea, have done their business in this season. We haven't, mm-hmm. like... If you think about it, Chelsea's business right now is done in this season. That's this season's money. When the window opens, that's the transfer kitty for next season. So yeah. we're really planning for next season. So in the head, it's kind of like, you know what? Bro, achieve the objective. We need to build on. And I think that's where the difference in mentality is between the two clubs. Whereas Chelsea are saying, you know what? We're sick and tired of being here. Like, 
we know where we should be and we're comparing ourselves to that, but how long are we going to cry about it and not do something about it? Whereas United, it feels very much like, okay, well, we want to be... No, but the thing is, Chelsea are almost like a year behind uh, United anyway, because Chelsea sense? haven't been able to spend this whole year. So they've essentially been able to achieve fourth without having to really spend... United had that splurge of kind of, we need to fix our yeah, defence last year. Like that, yeah. So, yeah, so United are almost like a year ahead. So, for me, this summer should be an extra for United to get the right winger they need or whatever, or get that extra striker, get that extra defensive midfielder, whatever they need. Those two or three signings are. I don't know what it is. Maybe a left-back. A left-back and a right-winger. But for me, I, I think that, Chelsea... Chelsea is more of a, a defence thing. And the fact that they haven't been able to spend, that's probably why we're seeing such an eagerness and a hungerness from them. To no, spend, no, no. You're right sense. then. But in, even with like United, United fans will probably come out and say, well, one of the things we need is a holding mid, but we've just given long-term contracts to, to two other guys and we've got other people there. And it's like, okay, so where are we actually going? Are we settling? Are we trying to be the best? So I'm telling you, the message from up there is, is not clear. With Chelsea... You know Abram- what Abramovich wants. With Manchester United, you don't really know. You hear about journey, you hear about this, this, that. Listen, Ole himself came out and said, if we make top four, then it's been a good journey. So I asked the question, so if we didn't make top four, you should get sacked, right? Surely. This, so this game was basically a second. Because if it's been a good journey, if we Possibly. get top four, what would it have been if we, did, what would it have been if we didn't get top four? He'd that probably, means you should have got sacked. Yeah, he'd probably get to the Europa League. One game, basically in his own eyes or whatever, it's like one game saved his job. Basically, is that what I'm being told? So if that's the case, get rid of him. If that's the case, get rid of him. If it's only one game, get rid of him because nothing significantly is going to change that way. You know Listen, why that was tricky? Because you could argue the same for, and again, I'm just devil's advocate. Chelsea, what 66 points this season? Last season we had what 72. You guys have excuses, though. I'm telling uh, you, United don't have excuses. You guys no, no, have no. Context. I hear you. No, no, I hear you. There's so context, but I'm saying that was So if next season you don't know what kind of you're saying, what the targets will be for United, you think the board will ask Oli to do the same thing and say, just qualify for top four? Pretty much. What could the what could the, what could the target be realistically? Looking at Oli and looking at Manchester United, yeah, is there's no way they're going to be telling gap, Yeah, yeah, no, no. Of course, close the gap. You can't be 33 points off the champion. But at the same time, I don't think it's going to be like, yo, you lot, go and try and win the Premier League. I think it's just going to be, you know, keep us, you know, get that top three, you know, get us into the Champions League securely. That's what I think the message is going to be. That's not what I want the message to be, but that's what I, I think, think the message is going to be. I think every window so far with United, they've shown. Wan-Bissaka Maguire coming in the summer, Bruno coming in. Like, each signing's made their difference, whether it be good or bad or whatever, but... I think they've always shown that they're willing to kind of back Oli in the long term, even if it's for the whole United project. But I think this summer, for me, I think you lot will spend the money. And I don't see why you lot can't close the gap, to be honest. I, I think the coaching side of things, I hear it. I think maybe Oli's not going to push you over that edge. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. Maybe that's where you kind of lack in the end. But I think, yeah, but I think financially and all that, I think your squad definitely won't be the same as to what it's finished with now come next season. I would, I would hope in the season where FFT is relaxed. Yeah, most that's clubs what I'm that saying. Yeah. Try and capitalise. But I mean... Coming out of the club isn't even sounding great. Like, 
like what's coming out of the club is you're hearing stuff like we might only have 150 million to spend we need to raise money through sales revenue has hit us we're not like chelsea we're not like city we're not so owned by your owner who's just gonna pump money from oil money we ain't got that we may not make most of their money from revenue bro the champions i mean all of this has affected it do you know what i mean all, all of the no no fans coming in that's affected it don't forget what we're the biggest stadium well is it sp- no? Yeah, we're the biggest stadium in the Premier League. So our revenue, what we come in, is it's a lot, fam. We're one of them clubs that the Bayern Munich owner said it. We're a proper club in terms of how we raise our money. We raise the money similarly to how Bayern do and stuff. We're not like City and Chelsea, bro. This FFP lifting thing sounds great, but that's that's good for Chelsea and City because you've got oil owners, fam. We ain't got that, fam. We ain't got that. We need to be raising money through sales and stuff. So what's coming out of the club is coming out like Corona has really affected things. And, you know, or if we make Champions League, it makes it a little bit better. And it's not sounding too positive, but I'm just hoping, you know, we're still just going to like all of this stuff about Coleman and like, oh, what is all of this, man? What, like, honestly, what is going on? Why <laughs> not a fan of but why does No, I'm not a fan of Coleman. Why does everything have to be a saga fan with Man United? Chelsea just get the job done. City just get the job done. Why does what's all these smoke screens that have to be thrown out and all like why is this always the case with Man United? Like you this know, is I even say about United. When it comes to transfer rumors, like it, I always do find it weird. Like for lack of a better term, you're always linked with like kind of hand-me-down players. Like you're never linked with like well with the Sancho oh, stuff, you're linked with like him. But other other times it's like oh hand-me-down like, Coleman. That's a young hand-me-down like. And that's Coleman what, is the definition of a hand-me-down from PSG you get, to you. Do you get where I come from? Do you get where I come from when I say that phrase? Hand-me-down that ballers. That is like a zoo. He's getting yeah. passed around Europe. <laughs> the only thing though you bro. can say is Coleman is like a good luck charm because he's won the league. Every he wins the league every goes. Yeah, of course. But. Yeah. Nah, I mean, if if Coleman comes team. in, <laughs> if but if, listen, wait, wait, the way I see it is. It, United are come are come a small club. If if we let Bayern Munich. Give us if we buy Coleman, right, and not get Sancho after Bayern Munich we're gonna sign Sane, where then United are just a small club. That's like Arsenal loaning Caballos and that. Like I mean it's not even of signing, it's 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 loan. We're gonna loan man. This is come on, bruv. Like let's get serious. Listen, out here, man. Just serious. to wrap up on United though, what would you say is your highlight of the season? The season, yeah. And and, and your low point. Who's your play and who's your player of the season as well? Highlight of the season. The highlight of Manchester United season. Um, Must have been when the Avengers assembled a couple of games ago, was it? And you know what's playing? Nah, nah, I would say, I'd say probably. MMG! Uh, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> M- M- is, is Yeah, right. Never that, fam. The highlight <laughs> of the season is um, probably. It's probably what was my highlight of the season? Um, Rashford's foreman in this. I know, I'd probably say, yeah, man, that's probably what I like. I, like. I wouldn't say that's not a highlight. That's kind of like a, that was kind of like gradual, but an actual highlight. Are you talking about like a game or are you talking about what? Just in general. Anything, just a high moment where you was like, yeah, I like this. Um, yeah, I'd probably say when Pogba came back, when Pogba came back and we had Bruno playing Pogba, that was that was probably probably Bruno signing man. That's probably the highlight of the season. Him coming yeah. in is the highlight of the season. My favorite. That's not my favorite. He's not like my player of the season. But him coming in 
did trans transform things. Um, so I'll probably say that's probably the highlight of the season. What's the low, low point? point? The low point. Um, what was the low point of my? It uh, must have been last week when you were like, "Oh, you know what? Leicester are gonna beat us." Hey, the that must have been against West Ham. Yeah. Bro, we were lower this season, man. Don't forget, bro. Before Bruno came, we were fighting for the top ten. Yeah, true. Um, That's true. Yeah, there's been some low points. I'd probably say, bro, I remember one game when I think it was Newcastle, I think it was, and Rashford was up front on his own. And the, oh, bro, was one Wait, no was Martial. Where, no, um, one of the you, scored, you know what was? Long you know what was actually the highlight moment? Yeah, I just remember the camp. Yeah. When Jose returned to Old Trafford, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Rashford uh, did the job. Yeah. <laughs> That's your highlight. <laughs> How can you forget that? <laughs> no, that's your highlight. Jose was a great highlight. That was a revenge night. I remember. Simon, man, like yo, like a villain. That was before. That was before he became a politician. I'd player say um, player of the season. You know what? I'm not going to give the player of the season to who I think has been the best. I'm going to give to what I think is the best story. So I'm going to give the player of the season to Greenwood. So for me... Say, move like the FWA, yeah? <laughs> move like the FWA. Best story in that. <laughs> the, I, the way he's come in, the way he's made everyone aware of what his, how, what his abilities are, the way everyone knows that this guy is going to be a superstar, most goals scored by a teenager ever for Manchester United at the moment. And he's still got Europa joint with Bruni, George Best, and one other guy, I can't remember the other person. Oh, really? There's the... No, 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 in the, for Man United, for Man United. Oh. Yeah. So, 17 goals this season. And just, bro, I think, I think half of his goals have been either equalizers or winners or something, along them lines or something. Like, the guy is... Impact. His emergence. Season. Yeah, his emergence this season has just been amazing. And the way he, after lockdown as well, put on some muscle and then probably started looking mm. like our go-to player. So I'd say... You know, I'd say the man get the trim, bro. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So for me, he's my personal player this season. But if you're talking about who's probably been like our best performer, can't forget how much Rashford was doing for us going in before lockdown. Before his injury, much Bruno afterwards. Martial has kind of just been like, kind of like steady Eddie. When lit after lockdown, he's been our best player. Um, so it's hard. It's, it's hard because, as you said, it's like two phases of Man United. It's like pre-lockdown and post-lockdown. It's it's, it's so it's kind of hard. No, the pre-lockdown. I'll it, say free. Post. When did Bruno? Pre Bruno as well. I said pre Bruno. Post Bruno. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly, exactly. Literally, Rashford was up in the season, got injured. Then it became Bruno. Then after lockdown, it's been Martial. So it's like, it's it's a weird one. I don't even know who's going to win Club Parody this year. I don't really I think know. What you're saying now, I think that runs for Definitely a lot. Definitely Maguire. <laughs> what you're saying now what happened? He said it's not Maguire for sure. <laughs> oh, but you want to hear something? Yeah. I, I have to get a little so, cheap United have conceded 36 goals this season. Last season, we conceded 54. Last season, we finished sixth, right? We finished third. 
Um, and Maguire has played every single minute of the Premier League season. First player to do that since Gary Pellis started in 1994 and 1995. So, well, thanks, United, Max. In general. Participation trophy. Well done, thanks, mate. Max, participation. Is that, is that just for United Well done, well done. That's what United for. I was going to say, because I know, I, know, I know a hell of teams that the players play for the whole season. But very fun. Didn't John Terry do that under Jose? John Terry, Cahill, that's good. Kurt Bearman had that for us. That was yeah. a rival. Um, no, with played Chelsea. Let's, let's get what, to Chelsea now. What you were just saying now, though, I think that happens for a lot of teams. Because, I mean, with Chelsea, Kovacic, arguably, is probably like, for me, I keep saying it's our player of the season. But if you look at this post-lockdown thing, the form of like your Pulisic, Giroud and whatnot, if you were to do recency bias and you, like you'd be like, all right, those guys have been our player of the season. But on a heart, I'd say it's Kovacic. But um, with everything, it's kind of like, you know what, the objective is um, it's done. If you look at the way we slipped up against Sheffield United and West Ham, and then you look at our performance at Liverpool, I think that it just sums up our season. Are you disappointed that you finished fourth behind United, having led like ahead of them? I'm not. I'm not. Dis- I'm not disappointed. I'm happy that this season's over because it's one of those things where one of them ones, yeah. yeah, like if you put everything into context, where for me that Liverpool game, because you might know I didn't watch it live. I came back to watch it because I, I was doing what I was doing. When I watched it, it just highlighted everything for me. Like, mm. like we try, but in big games like that, the lack of quality becomes very apparent. And then when we play teams with less quality, where we should be beating them there's no bottle <laughs> and yeah. that's why we, we mess up big games. So what that gives you across the whole of the season is you get a lack of consistency because one minute you can do a performance like you do at Liverpool and get the result, which we did at City. And then the next week you go and lose three nil to Sheffield United. And that's yeah. kind of been the story of our season. We've lost 12 games this season, 12 out of 38. Like that tells you. Am I right in saying you like have more losses this season than Jose did when he was 10th? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, because the, that season the issue was the draws, and yeah. this season it's just lost, 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 lost. Some key losses as well, and what it just shows you is hopefully with this import of quality coming in, that shouldn't be the issue anymore. Um, What's your thoughts on Lamps' debut season as as the Chelsea guy? Again, I've said it. There's been lack of consistent. Um, there's been lack of consistency with our performances, but mm-hmm. I have to credit him for getting the job done. I I never doubted that he could get it done. It was just about okay. I fear, and I said this at the beginning. I fear that if he doesn't get it done, he's not going to be given time. Because mm. I said, listen, Chelsea is a Chelsea's no nonsense, man. Well, no nonsense. Like imagine if this went the other way and we finished in up fifth. I, I do believe the club would have probably said, you know what, listen, we've tried it with you, get out of it. Like, I, I give the example of Arsenal. Arsenal finished eighth, right? 56 points. If you take Aubameyang out of that team now, where did they finish next yeah. year? They, they're toast. We have, we have Hazard last season where people can say whatever they want because Hazard's not performing this season, but KDB is getting rave reviews this season. Hazard had a literally identical season last season and no one said anything. You take that player out, you can't sign anyone, and then the players that come in are youth players that a lot of people are telling me are not good enough to play for Chelsea. Yet you manage to stay in this sort of position, where it was because of us or people messing up, you've stayed in this sort of position for the whole season. You've got across the line. I can't fault it. There's been some things that have been criminal, and he'll probably come out and say it himself. Like, if Giroud left in January, where would that have left our season? We would have yeah. been. 
big trouble, but yeah, it did happen. That's if and buts. Giroud, he got the best out of Giroud. Um, I think Giroud and about ten goals or something like that. Um, How would you grade um, his season overall? His um, overall, I would give it like a B minus. I'll give yeah. Manus like I don't think it's a C I don't think it's an A I think B Manus think... probably because again like is he, is he where he should be yeah because you're not going to be above the top two would I would I have hoped that we would have been points gap a bit closer mm-hmm. yes um, are we still on track to win the trophy yes we're still on track to win the FA Cup so I can't I think I can't... if he wins the FA Cup it's a B for me at the moment it's just yeah I can hear a B minus type of thing it's just for me I don't know when I think like your defensive record is worse than what it was under Sari. As we said, you've lost more games than you did kind of under Jose. Like, we've, we touched on it a couple of weeks ago where we said individually, we're not yeah. sure if he's improved players in particular. Maybe one or two in Pulisic we can give him credit for. But can you give Lampard the credit for that he's improved? We said no. So it's kind of like, I'm not sure whether it's been Lamps' coaching that's kind of got Chelsea this position in, honestly. I think it's been... A lot of the players, to be honest. And I think the, the, a lot of Chelsea's experienced players, especially, don't get the credit, maybe. Like the Giroud, Asby, Will Pulisic, the way he's come out and shone. Um, Kovacic, who you said. Like um, Mount, I'm sorry, but Mount has stepped up at points in this season. And I even want to get your thoughts on kind of what you think of him in his debut season. It's stepping always, up from I, kind of I, derby. I, I like, was, has he, has he lived up to it. kind of the billing as to what I you said thought it. he would be I said it from the season? beginning. And then, and then, just how much, how much credit do you give, kind of, the players or the manager for the season? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah I can hear. Yeah, I, I've hear said it I from. Said? Yeah, I've I've said it from the beginning. With Mount, Mount is a good player, and he's going to give you everything. This guy's played what fifty-one games this season, and mm-hmm. he's been ever dependable. Whatever position. That was a big goal to today. Play. That free kick, bro. Massive goal, but it's not just that goal. It's a goal during the week. It's like it's he's he's been rising up to the occasion. Against Spurs, I ain't so. Again, like with him, I I expect that, and we say it all the time. Young players are gonna have dips in their form. They're young. He hasn't played at this level before. He's been, I wouldn't say he's been thrown into it, but naturally, you have senior pros having dips. Jamie Vardy scored went on a mad scoring streak, then then stopped. That's a that's a Premier League bagsman. Talkless of a, yeah. of a of a twenty one year old. You get me. So that's gonna happen. You can't expect players to be the finished article in their first season. So when I see stuff like that, it was like, cool. What the kid's gonna come good. Like he's been ever dependable. He's played every single game. Like, I'd, and that's why when we spoke about when we spoke the FA Cup game and he said did anyone stand out? I was like, no, because this is the level I expect from him. Like I've seen it all season. So, yeah. but even with what you're saying, you, what you have to remember is. At the end of the day, a coach, a manager's job is to galvanise these players and whatnot. And that's why I wasn't worried about this Wolves game because I knew one thing for sure. If Lampard's going to do anything, if it's not tactical anything, he's going to make these boys realise how big this occasion is and how much they've effed up so far yeah. and that they have to get over the line. So it, it, it's very easy to try and dissociate with himself with what's going on in the pitch. But at the same time, like he's there. The one thing that, again, with Chelsea, you have to keep consistency with everything. So... Sarri got set for his season last year for whatever reason. If if we're being real, this sort of season, this is points-wise, I think it's worse than the yeah, AB season. That's what some people say. But again, you have to look at context. Chelsea lost their best player, no transfer window and whatnot. 100% this no is very much window, yeah. a, trans, a, a transition yeah. team. And next season, when I see him with his players' quotation marks and whatnot, you can give a better judgment. I think 
Yeah. Just with Chelsea. Chelsea fans are always going to battle. And this is thanks to Jose Marina, by the way. Chelsea fans are always going to battle this thing where we expect ourselves to be here because we've been there for so long. So when we don't see that, we're always going to ask questions. But what you have to realise yeah. is there's two teams in the country now that are head and shoulders better than us right now. Next season, can we get a bit closer or actually make a real challenge of it with the talent coming in? This is very much this is very much a what you would call a project. Like Roman's investing his money into the team. We're signing good young talent. Like what Werner if we get Werner and Havertz, that's two of Germany's finest talent that we've managed to sign. Yeah. I know Sane's gone back there, but we would just sign two of the fin- um, finest talents in German football. Ziyech is a wonderful footballer himself. Um, and then you start correcting the other stuff. So one of the things I wanted to point out is I remember when I was hooting and raving about Rüdiger. Rüdiger has been one of those players this season, maybe post injury. <laughs> He's arguably one of the players that has gone backwards. And that's yeah. think about it. That's that is someone that was is supposed to be Chelsea's A centre back. Post the mm-hmm. injury, he's actually gone backwards in form. So it's about okay, how do you sort stuff like out that our goalkeeper has been the worst in the league? How can you sort that out? And these are things that Lampard's had to deal with this season. You know, like if I gave any other team Kepa, I'm sure that you start going looking at the season, you start going, oh, all right, you've got the worst goalkeeper. But yeah. Like, like I said, B minus objective in, in terms of that sense. This is not something to start celebrating, raving about. And that's the one thing I want to make clear to anyone that's a Chelsea fan that we shouldn't start doing backflips about this. This is kind of the standard that is for Chelsea now. This is regular setting, yeah. Yeah. We, even the fact that we say, we're saying, you know what, we need to get top four feels a little bit embarrassing. I'll be honest, it does feel embarrassing that Chelsea are saying, no, we need to get top four. Because in the back yeah, of my head, I know that. Well, that's as long a given. As stop time, that's given. a target. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the thing is, it's not, it's not supposed it's not, it's not supposed to be a target. Do you get what I'm coming from? It's supposed to be shoot for the Aye, stars. That drink is banging, Cam. That's it, drink, yeah. If you aim for the stars and you <laughs> fall off, <laughs> like, you stumble to be... You have, you have I tried that yesterday. Sorry, sorry, You happen to drop off. It's like, okay, we're there. Like, we shouldn't have been in a situation where it's like, you know what? If we get top four, it's a good season. So... Mm. Take take from that what you will. I think um, that that's the best way to highlight. Right. We'll go again next season, and I'll be honest with the with that Bayern match coming up. I want to see that Bayern match, the Champions League. I know, like, I want to see what happens there again because for me, it will be a good opportunity once more to see the difference in level. That their level, Literally. what they showed us in that three year, that level that they showed us in the three one was <laughs> the level. That is okay. That's where you want to be. I want to see that match again and be like, okay, you know what? Those signings we make. Can I visualize that making that gap a bit closer? Because yeah. that's that's the reality now. The reality is we've got quality coming in. We can't hide from that. We have quality coming in, therefore we should improve. So yeah. how much are we going to improve? Are we going to improve to a state where it's like, you know what, we can start going toe-to-toe? Are we going to improve that? Oh, it means that when we when we play Liverpool, we don't concede five goals or something. So um, yeah, I mean, how tight the young players that came in this season, Tomori got injured and whatnot. Reese James, you know what? You can build on that. Mount, ever dependable. Tammy, for whatever we say, he got his 15 goals that helped us. I mean, from those 15 goals, I think it was like 12 points he actually won for us as well. If you look at where we are, what was it, 66 points? That's a substantial amount. So, I mean, I can't... He's, he's, he's had his contribution. I, I, all, of, all of those players have had a contribution. That's First all. half of the season, he did his thing. Second half of the season, Giroud did his thing. And again, only, Lampard, Lampard can't, take, car- fans he can't is... take credit for it. Lampard can't no. take credit for it. You That's one thing I was just Lampard about to say. Lampard cannot is take credit for it. He was reluctant to play Giroud. He almost wanted to get rid of Giroud. And he then when he realised, I, I can't get, was it, um, mate, yeah, Napoli. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Mertens. 
Mertens. When he yeah. realised I can't get him, I can't get Cavani. Do you know what? I right, we're keeping Giroud. And then so Giroud just he said, can't take credit what for Giroud it. does. And fair play, he hasn't taken credit for it. He said Giroud's come out. Yeah, I give him credit for that as well. He's he's been he's he been called honest. It. He called it. He's been honest because he cannot take credit for Giroud doing what. So what would you say is your highlight, low moment, and player of the season? Highlight, um, highlight of the season. Rarely enough was um was beating, no no it wasn't it wasn't even that it was being it was that city game that's regular business isn't it <laughs> what what Spurs the Spurs thing is like I said it the whole time I've been on stoppage like I hate saying it but like I always said my team's always going to end up top dog like but that's nothing because I want to be on top of the I want to be on top of the hill not the top of us lot but um, nah, no like, you you like that bit more don't lie to nah, yourself because it, it doesn't mean anything like. You guys nah, for the I last five seasons. But you were saying City, nah, yeah, no, What's up? Uh-huh. Mate. Yo. Remember when you said, what was it, two weeks ago? You said, oh, since Stop It started, you man's teams have not finished above mine. <laughs> Bro, he loves it, isn't it? He tries to act all fake, humble and shit. But come, but come, we're celebrating goal difference. Now it's like, come hey, on, we're celebrating goal difference. <laughs> come on, we're celebrating goal difference after saying that this is appalling. Ten minutes ago, who's saying, yo? I said it was appalling. We're not doing this. That, that is celebrating. Look at me and listen to me. Proofs in the puds. That's what I'm going to say. Goal difference. I was panicking all week, you know. But no, I think highlight for me was the seat game because um, especially with this whole project restart thing, you know, you can you can hear what's going on and whatnot. I just liked how Chelsea went about that game. Lowest point for me, I'll be honest, was that between that Sheffield and West Ham result, I can't pick which one made me more angry. I actually can't <laughs> well, point out which one. Well, they were back to back, innit? It's essentially, yeah. I can't yeah. pick. I can't decipher which one made me more Oh, angry. I remember that. That week, was boy. a really low moment. <laughs> um, player of the season, um, Kovacic, but hold tight, Pulisic, because. Jizuna? Huh? Jizu don't get no love? No, no, no. Like, like again, like, Giroud's been a staple of consistency of when he came in, and again, I expect that from Giroud and I expect that he should have featured more. But Kovacic, in, in, even today, in today's game, like the way Kovacic was playing, that like, getting his body everywhere. Like, again, he's just been, for me, Chelsea have not had standout performers like that. Pulisic has been bright in this bit of the bit. Giroud's been good when he's come in. Kovacic yeah. has only been the only one for that the whole season. It's kind of maintained that sort of level. So that's why I'd give yeah. it to him. And again, I think he's on those players where I want to see him pick on from where he is this season. Like last season, he did well. This season, he's done better. Can you pick up even further? Pulisic, um, like I, I respect mean, he it. He just needs to add like a couple more goals to the game. Just, he just needs to start affecting the game statistically. He, That's he it. Gets the he ball, does everything he gets else. The ball so much. He like yeah. he's such a dribbler. Like yeah. Creatively as well, he creates chances. But I'm just like, yo, if he had, he that, doesn't even like, create that many mad chances, you know. He doesn't create. Yeah, that I know, many I know. But what he does is he opens the game up. That's what I yeah. like about him. He so carries the ball. It's a good ball carrier. Hundred percent. So I'm like, yo, if he can just get that final killer end product, I feel it like makes a different he would conversation. Just that little bit more, which was weird because growing up, he was naturally a number ten at Dinamo yeah. and when he signed for Inter Milan. And then so he became a bit more reclusive and started, and deeper, deeper. Yeah. started carrying the ball. But no, I think um, if you if you had to sum it up, I've I got to respect Pulisic as well because um, in terms of what he's done, he has essentially kind of made the team his own. And, I, and we can go back to older episodes where I said he's one of those guys where if you look at any dribbler in the Premier League, the one thing you'd say is they have arrogance and aggression. You can't be passive in the Premier League. Nah. 
And we always knew that he could dribble the ball. That was a given from his Dortmund days. But it's like, yeah. you need that aggression if you're going to play in the Premier League. You need to be able to dribble at people and say, you know what, I'm going to sit you down on your ass because I'm here. And post this little thing, well, when he scored a hat-trick, he did it. He, looked, he was like, oh, okay, but against Burnley, he's like, okay, I can see something. Yeah, yeah. The last few games, he has been playing like it's his team. And it's like, you know what, anytime I touch the ball, something has a flat. And I respect it because that's the attitude that he's going to need to keep pushing him. So, hold at him. Um, FA Cup now, I just want to get Arsenal out of here. Um, it would be really funny if we stop them from being where they want to be in Europe. Bro, because Baku, like... in Baku, they were desperate. <laughs> um, we slapped them. I've had a lot of Arsenal fans DM me this week saying they're very confident. They're like, the FA Cup They were confident Arsenal. last time as well. This is the thing, man. Like, with they, Arsenal, I just take everything with a... They said the last time you lot played in the FA Cup, what was it, 2017? 2017, they won. Yeah, they yeah. won 2-1, I they think it was. They said they won. They, uh, trust me, bro, they were going crazy in the DM. Anything can happen. Hmm? You're both the kings of Wembley. There's no such thing as form and nothing come to them. This is it. Like, they say that Wembley's there. Wembley's been our home as well. You get me? Even when Spurs were playing there. So, I think it's one of those things where, like, I do, I'm always going to fancy us. I'm always going to fancy us against Arsenal. Always going to fancy us against Arsenal. I mean, so, it's just about getting over line. It'll be nice for Lampard to get his first piece of trophy as a manager as well. I think there's, I, I, I always say it, there's always no something in winning trophies. Yeah, no, exactly. No players repeats. Like, you're here now. <laughs> deliver. Like, deliver. You delivered as a player. Deliver as a manager. Arsenal win that trophy, I'm on his neck. And speaking of being on people's necks, um, Jose Mourinho celebrating a draw today. <laughs> Talk to me. What, are we on his no. neck for that? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> man. Hey, Cam, Cam, I'd even tell you how much you want to bet in the next in, in the space of next week, Jose Mourinho is going to come out and say that <laughs> getting Spurs to Europe is the biggest achievement in his career. How much you want to bet? He's going to say, how much you want to bet? No, 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 no. I, I, I reckon until he wins the Europa League or something. Until he wins the Europa League or something. That's when that line will get dropped. He's going to be like, I sink, you know. But listen, nah. I mean, that was his target. That was his target that he come in with and he's kind of achieved it. So fair play to him. Do you know what I mean? I didn't want it purely because of the extra fixtures. But I mean, last week or so, I kind of knew that this was kind of inevitable because also I don't trust Arsenal to win the FA Cup. So even if we finished seventh, I think we would have qualified for Europa by force. But listen, we're here. Are you hearing how many talking come? What? Hey. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to play European competitions, but I just go. It is what it is. Right. We're here now, you know. Fred, we're here, we're here. Cap, Fred, it's another. Hey, you know what? Fred, but it's another opportunity cap. to win silverware next season. I think it's a realistic trophy we can we can actually win. I think Jose actually wants now to go for it. So it. yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm not mad at it. Trust me, don't get it twisted. But I just think now we need to actually have some additions to help the squad if we're actually going to be deep enough, if we're going to have midweek fixtures, because that's my biggest concern, is that this team isn't... The, the 11 is not as quality. And I think today's game was a perfect reality check for that. Like, Palace dominated possession. They had way more chances. And I think it just showed kind of... If this team isn't clicking on all cylinders, i.e. Kane scoring, Sun firing all cylinders, like Mora playing out of his skin, Lloris doing whatever, it's not going to work. So, me, like clearly, there needs to be... Bro, I'm not even joking with you. I, but it's even worse because at least they've got some... They've got Lengman up front. They've got three guys brother, that can score. Brother, at yeah, least. 
and we've got Kane as well. Don't get it twisted, but yeah. we still need more. Yeah, we yeah. still need more. And for me, that's that's the thing I think I'm worried about next season is is the Europa League going to distract us from trying to get into top four again? Because that's the target for us next season. We're, so tell you what, before we go any further, rebuild mode. Before we go any further, I think this is the lowest you finished in five seasons. If mm-hmm. you if you, on on goal goal differences, oh sure, yeah, is what at the Champions League for the first time in five yeah. years, isn't it? Goal difference is what saved you from your worst finish in 10 years. And what that tells me is Spurs the last five years have consistently been the Champions League sort of team and whatnot. But gradually, you've gone second, third, fifth, fourth. Trickling down. Yeah, so gradually you've trickled down, which is weird because... And it kind of highlights everything you've ever said on Stoppage. So, you know what? Fair play for the consistency. You've always said Pochettino needs investment. It's always been why it's in the project. Gradually, that project... Has just deteriorated, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, again, you guys need investment. Jose Mourinho someone that needs investment. Whether mm-hmm. you guys get the investment that you need, I don't know. Because to that, get back into the top four, it's going to cost peace. It's, 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 it's like I said, uh, even, even he came out in a press conference today and said, look, we're not going to spend 100 mil on a player. And I don't expect that. But for me, it's smart signings like... Zaha is there for 40 million, apparently. Zaha is there for 40 million. Bournemouth went down, right? Nathan Aki just went down. Do you know what I mean? Like Bournemouth went down, so you've got, Max Aarons, Jamal Lewis. These are the kind of players, young players players. that you can... Yeah, you've got to look in a different market, if that makes sense, as a Europa League club, in all honesty. You you ain't got the Champions League pool. You ain't got the finances that where we're going to pay extraordinary wages. So this, for me, is arguably one of the most important windows in Spurs' history, in my opinion, because it's going to dictate a lot kind of going forward and Jose I trust him kind of next season to, to kind of try and get us at least competing for a top four spot If in honesty I think but if he comes back with this same squad i.e. the Lamellas the Dyers the Aurier that we've been complaining about all season and he says these are my guys you're going to have to lay on the bed when you die with these men as well next season because <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to go down well because I'll be real with you. If we come back with the same squad, we're in Europa be... League midweek and we're hoping to get back in top four. Brother, brother, I'm Let me be so real with you. But can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Let me be so real with you. I think this window kind of will... Actually, hold on one second. My... Yeah, I think this window kind of... Um, your next few years, I'll be honest with you, because... I think Liverpool and City are going to keep trying to run away. Chelsea are going to try mm-hmm. and run and get closer to them. United are mm-hmm. United. Um, Wolves are a team that will look at where they are now. They've got um, oh, they've got more points than they did last season. They finished lower. They're going to invest because it's going to be like, listen, we can be closer. Um, our guy hasn't hooked um, Southampton. They've managed to finish two points out of the top 10 after being in the relegation time zone for time. Bro. The way they've performed and everything. Now we're getting battered 9-0. Real talk. So the way they've performed, they know that, you know, if we add a bit of quality here, we can can get a bit closer. We can can start parlaying. You get me? We can start having a conversation about, can we get closer to what... Can we do what Leicester... In fact, can we do what Leicester did? That's the conversation they're going to start having. Leicester are going to look at where they are and Brendan Rodgers has been, we're going to go into him anyway, but Brendan Rodgers has been quite telling in his last three press conferences. He's come out and said, if you look at the season and all, all the teams around us, we are where we should be. So he believes that they're not a top four team, but they're a challenger team, fifth, sixth. 
they're going to try and invest a, a bit of P so they can make sure they can secure that. They're going to have his next season. They're not going to have that clear midweek fixture. They're going to no, have the Europa won't. League as well. Exactly. Arsenal are Arsenal. Arsenal are Arsenal. And if Abba stays, I don't know, if Aubameyang stays, Pepe has his second season and whatnot, Saka starts cooking, Martinelli comes in, they're in a position where it's like, okay, you know what? Can they build on the measly 56 points that they got? So yeah. I think Spurs need to invest to make sure that they're not in that conversation with everyone else. Because like we've highlighted, you guys actually managed to get yourself in a conversation where you were, you were with the big boys for the last five years. Yeah. Uh, and, and now we've fallen off kind of thing. Yeah, and, I and, think... And, 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 and listen, it's been arguably one of the worst seasons in Spurs like that I've been watching for a while. And we've had like a lot of bad seasons. But... Yeah. In all honesty, I mean, like, now, when once the season's finished, you take it into account. It's like, we've got Europa League. We're three points off Leicester, who were runaway third place a little while back. So, yeah. we've like, our defensive, we've kind of improved a little bit. Like, Harry Kane is back scoring goals. We switched Sun manager during the season. They've been, yeah, we switched managers during the season. He's now starting to get his kind of pragmatic approach in place. So, it's like, I've seen positives to kind of take forward into next season. But I want to continue to see that progression. We can't just think, do you know what? We've had a little purple patch at the end of the season and life is good now. Spurs are ready to go. It's like, nah, bro, we still got a lot of steps to take to. Because a lot of the times what we're doing with Spurs is we're comparing Spurs to their best ever finish. Yeah. And it's like just trying to surpass that. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we surpass our best ever points tally or if we finish second or something like that, nah, bro, we need to just look at it as like a winner's mentality. Like, have serious ambition for once. That's what yeah. I want to see from this board. It's like, if you've seen arguably the worst season in your club's history in Daniel Levy's time being documented on an Amazon documentary, don't let it be on some joke thing, bro. Let yeah. them know, all right, you've had your laughs now. We're loading up. This is the yeah. reason why I brought Jose in. Here's some money. Here's some players. Let's get rid of the crap you don't need, you don't want. Let's move yeah. forward. We've seen the positives at the end of the season you can bring. All right, let's progress and build on that. Otherwise... You've just brought Jose in in vain. All these purple patches we've had at the back end of the season is basically for nothing. And it's like, it, you, you've still got that same level of ambition as, you know what, as long as we're getting a bit of Europe and we're kind of competing for European spots, we're okay as a club. It's like, nah, bro, how long can you be comfortable there? There comes yeah. a point where you get so comfortable, the teams behind you start catching up. And like you're saying, this is Leicester's, it. the Wolves, they're loading up, bro. They can't, they're sick of seeing as Spurs as, oh, you know what, they're, they're usually the best of the rest and trying to break into that. Let's take top four if you like. Let's yeah. snatch that title and drag these men back to the graves that they used to be at. So, listen, I mean, this, that's what happened. Said, Wolves finished on joint points with you, Arsenal finished three points behind you. So, 100%. So, as much as we've seen improvements, we need to kind of move that forward. And what do you say? You know, honestly, I, I, I want to give a couple of shout outs as well. Yeah. It's like Lloris, someone who I absolutely slandered at the start of the season when he got his injury. You remember? Yeah. I said, hey, I'm good mm. if I don't see that brother again. Second half, since he's come back from injury, I like what I've seen. It's almost, it's almost remnants of the old Larissa. And I'm like, you know what? I love this. But let's not forget, when the first comments were made, go back and watch the Brighton game. Go back and watch the Leicester game. Go back and watch the Newcastle game. Go man back and watch the, the Olympiakos, the Bayern Munich. This man was costing us. Many men cost us Europe. wish death upon me. <laughs> <laughs> no, a man wished evil on his captain. Listen, bro. But I, I'm happy to turn around, and it's good to see. What? 
That's the ego. Come through, my dog. Listen, you've wished worse on the hay. That's so it, let's not, let's not go there. And you've got Kepa over there, yeah? So you, <laughs> you know you're wrong, yeah? Hey, I've, got, I've got Caballero. Right here. I've this is Caballero. not the place for goalkeepers. <laughs> I've got Caballero. For real. Um, hey, listen, Kepa is all over for him, man. But yeah, listen, Maurice, big turnaround. Mora, we're starting to see a little bit more of what we saw when we initially got him. Like, for this, you know, in the last, what is it, 18 months, Mora's only got three assists. Or four assists, I think it is. I'm sorry. Some ridiculously no number, basically. Some lingo. I saw it the other day, and I was like, "Wow, this makes so much sense." You see Mora with the ball a lot, dribbling a lot, but he doesn't actually create chances for his teammates. He's always trying to get that shot off. It's like head down, dribble, shoot. But I've seen improvements <laughs> of him since the restart. And do you know what? If he can carry that on into next season, I don't mind him being a squad player. But if if he needs to be sold for reinvestment. He's put himself in a good position for the market. But... Who else you shouting up? And that's it. You're not making no bread off Kane. Lucas Mora. You're better off keeping it. Brother. Making a, a, young, a young 6.5 mil. Are you mad? When Everton are spending 30 million on Iwobi, 35 <laughs> million on Joel Linton, I'm seeing. Brother, we'll get a good piece for, for Mora. What, a decent 20 mil? I'll take that. A million. <laughs> Hey, listen, who's this R2-D2? We can't hear what you're saying, bro. <laughs> listen, I'll take, I'll take anything from Mora in a minute. But we've seen improvement. I'll, I'll, I'll take what I'm improving, man. Listen, what do you think? I won't take that for Oreo. Oh, hey, no, no, calm nervous. You know when they say undisclosed? <laughs> listen, I don't care, bro. <laughs> Um, what's your what's your highlight of the season? There ain't really been much to be honest. That's been a fucking highlight. Um, I'll tell you what. Well, we got a couple of back-to-back clean sheets. Will we be Arsenal? <laughs> hey, what's that. it called? Have you have you not got anything to say to? I've got to say, but hold tight, Pedro. That's not the best of your career. Have you not got? Have you got anything to say to Vertonghen? Jan, hey, listen, stupid Jan, man. Eight years, bro. <clears throat> guy's a legend at the club. Has he gone yet? Yeah, I yeah, think pretty much. Right, we haven't heard no news of like a contract renewal or anything. Like him and Toby at one point formed like one of the best centre back pairings I've thought over the last decade. Something we ain't seen in a minute. Kept had one of the best defensive records for like two seasons, I think Spurs did, and they were a big part of that. So Jan, listen, big ups. Always got a place, bro. Speaking of Spurs legends and defenders, Ledley King talked to me. What are you thinking about? Hey, it? listen, I heard that this week when Ledley King's coming back as a coach apparently to join Jose staff bro yeah yeah this defence nothing more no news could have been better I absolutely love it honestly and it, it's it's a very kind of like un esque move to be honest I wasn't expecting Ledley to come back but a legend like that to have him around the place a few classy Rolls Royce defender can actually teach some of these men how to defend bro I'll take it all day he's the main reason why I even support this club so big ups to Ledley man good to see him back what was that, Cam? I Yo, said the oh, Lee King thing is forced, boy. Shut up, man. Says the guy who's, who's all... Do you remember? Give it gigs it. Give it gigs it. <laughs> Give it gigs it end of the season. Get out of here, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, who's your player of the season for Spurs? You man, you man are out here drowning your legends. Player of the season for I'll Spurs. I'll say that again. Player of the season for um, Spurs. Toss-up between Sun and Kane, to be honest. I know Sun collected all the awards the other day, kind of clean sweep for the second year. But I think Kane's season's kind of gone under the radar, obviously, because he's had a big six-month sellout, kind of little blip at the start. But, hey, the boy's still delivered every time he's played. So, 
credit to him. I'd, I'd probably give it to Kane, in, in all honesty, just just because just I like the story of the coming back from injuries. Mm, Everybody's saying, you know, everyone's doing stories. Hey, hey, everyone's doing hey. stories. Son, son, to be honest, yeah, I would just say give, didn't, didn't have any better... I would say Son hadn't had a better year than he did last year. Like, Son is only getting it purely because everyone else around him that's has been the rest. so awful, yeah, in all honesty. Yeah, like, that's, that's what it is for me. Whereas Kane, I actually feel like he's performed up to the levels he, and people have forgotten him because he's been missing a big chunk of the season. Man, me personally, I give it to Kane. You're moving mad. Why am I moving mad? <laughs> You're moving mad. You're moving well, mad. Do you know, <laughs> Kane, you're moving mad. What? Dad. You're moving mad. What do you mean? It's that 24. Harry Kane, loud. What is it? 24 and 34. Uh, what is it? 18 league goals. Uh, am, I, am I right? Is that, is that level man. with Rashford? Allow it, please. Hey, that's cheeky. Know. That is bare cheeky. I don't know. That's bare cheeky. You know, he missed six months out and shit. Like, that's I'm just bare cheeky. Let me just check. Right. I'll carry up the fight back. Carry up the fight back. I didn't even hear what he said, man. He said, isn't that level with uh, Rashford? Oh, no, 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 no. Rashford's got 14. Rashford's got 14. Mm. Rashford's the winger. Hmm. Oh, do you remember when they used to say he was the top striker? <laughs> <laughs> they forgot about that shout! Top five striker, my ass! That boy's on the wing. Hey. He said, uh, but what uh, happened uh, to Rashford uh, being top five I heard Rashford was getting shut down by FIFA Gens midweek. <laughs> you hey, see the Davyton kid. Hey, listen. Lock someone, someone said week. today. Yeah? <laughs> someone said that Rashford is playing like the kids. The kids um, haven't been fed yet. Do you know how funny that is? <laughs> Bro, who's doing up some Perlo left wing back role? But hey, listen, my boy Harry Kane, big ups, man. No, I don't like them genders. Um, Looking sharp. And next season, we... you man better watch out. Before we go into the relegation scrap, let's quickly touch on Leicester. Because um, I made a shout before we came back from restart that they won't make top four. But their their drop from grace has been... Um, has been Who, sh- Leicester? Yeah. I mean, I, I said the shout, there was scepticism about it, but their drop... I didn't, I didn't expect their drop from grace to be this bad. I'll be honest. When I, made the, when I said the shout, I had my calculations, but I didn't think <laughs> this bad. This was... This was in terms of Premier League capitulations, this is probably one of the worst things I've seen in a long time. They were so far gone. They had the best defense, one of the best defense records in the league. Bro. And now they lost that whole defense, mind you, in the back end. But bro, Brendan Rodgers right now has two of the biggest bottle jobs to his name so far in Premier yeah. history, arguably. Yeah. In the Liverpool 13-14, and the fact that Leicester were runaway third place of a Champions League, <clears> no <throat> European fixtures, and somehow you've thrown it all away. A hey. Brendan Rodgers, the biggest bridesmaid you'll see. But and this is why it's scary because he comes out in the press conferences and he says that well, Leicester where they should be. And for me, that's the wrong mentality. <laughs> it's the wrong mentality because yeah, okay, that's cool. But bitch mentality. Manchester United were how many points behind Leicester? A good, a good 14, 15, 16 points. Mm-hmm. Chelsea were probably like a good nine points. And for this to happen, they were in the top four since like December. Yeah. So before well, that as well, I'm sure. Yeah, most likely before, but I mean in terms of like not dropping out from December onwards, mm. they were definitely in there. Hundred percent. Like this to happen is bad. And you, again, like maybe when you bro, look I remember at this, when they bro, were I remember when they were closer to City than they were Chelsea. 
Yeah, yeah. That weren't that long ago. It wasn't that long ago, yeah. And when you look at you look at their squad, they yeah. Did it? Oh, sorry. What's that term? <laughs> they were ahead of City at a point. Swear, brother. Shocking. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And Shocking. Again, when you look at their team, like there's not a player that's gonna leave because they're demanding Champions League football. But there's players in that squad mm. where. Teams might look They've at them and be like, you know what? I, I fancy that. I fancy Let's Ricardo Pereira. Them. I like I fancy Ricardo Pereira. Um like, yeah, it's just um it's just manic. But yeah, there needs to be an inquest. I think there needs to be an inquest on Leicester, there needs to be an inquest on Man City. Um Cam, I know Cam's having dodgy um connections, so let's quickly do relegation. Technical uh, difficulties. We'll talk. Let's quickly do relegation. It'll be a stoppage then. time episode uh, about it, would it? Um, <laughs> we'll talk. What I was saying, so Norwich down, Watford down, Bournemouth down. 35 Good points was riddance. enough to keep. 35 points was enough, that's mad. Watford going down, I want like that hurt me. That's a black man's club. That club is ingrained <laughs> in black history. What are you saying? Tridini and Tridini Andre and Gray. Gray. That is like that Listen. is like a stand-up black man club, but their man should have done better. <laughs> that's the that's, that's the that's the reality of the situation. Tridini's <laughs> been doing podcasts all over the country, bro. You know what I mean? Focus on the game, bro. Uh, their man should have done better. Bournemouth, Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe, long that's the longest serving Premier League manager in the Premier League at the moment, isn't it? He's out. Um they've gone down. Apparently Finally, he was crying. That, that, Boring old story can go away now. Oh, Eddie Howe, up and coming English manager. Shut up. Go back to where you belong, bruv. Rotted. But um, Villa safe, which for them is massive because the amount of money they spent, <laughs> they, they would have had they, some they serious... They needed to stay up, they bruv. Needed to <laughs> they almost did a Fulham, bruv. Spending, yeah. what, 100 plus mil or whatever? Real talk. Went down. Real and then talk, what? But... They got saved by their little home homegrown talent. Cam, this is where you need to find some signals so you can give props to your uh, boy. Ah, uh, ah, it's R two D two not going to be up greenish. <laughs> you want to give props you to your guy, bro? My skipper. Um, My skipper. This thing will work, <laughs> bro. Bro, man, no. <laughs> I told man about Jack Grealish, bro. I told man from a long, long time ago. That guy is a baller, fam. If yo, listen, if you're talking about carry jobs that you have seen in the Premier League, this is way, way up there. This is a one-man football club, fam. Aston Villa had no right being in the Premier League this season, bro. <clears throat> Last season, it was on, it was when Jack Grealish was given the captaincy. They went on a like eighteen game unbeaten run, ended up getting into the Premier League. He was unbelievable, unplayable. Shouldn't have even been in the Championship. I mean, shouldn't have even been in the Premier League. Then they get to the Premier League. He's created the second most chances in the Premier League, second most from all his stuff is basically second to KDB, who plays for Manchester City, and his team just went and scored one hundred and two goals this season. So Jack Grealish is different. It's different. What he's done is different. No Aston Villa striker has scored since January the third. This is a carry job. No matter what people want to say, this is a carry <laughs> job. And he has. Like I'm seeing. I'm seeing oh, men like. Um, you know when Scott Parker won um, Football Writers Association and he like he balled out and they got relegated. Mm. I was like, for me, because you know how all of these guys love stories. I, it, it, I found it interesting. Grealish wasn't nominated. I don't, 
Because, no, because you know they... they go, pitch, he didn't no, have the best story. No, but they go for stories. For the football writers one. What's that? He got a vote, he got a vote for the football writers one. A vote? Do you know how he many was, people vote? <laughs> no, I'm saying he got, he's got... He was one of the... It didn't say the, how many people voted, but oh, he okay. was... Because, yeah, when, that season Scott Parker won. Yeah, I know Scott Parker pulled out, but that man got relegated. He didn't keep them up, if you get me. But, um, <laughs> two technical for, 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 for that. They like the Hendos, they like the Scott Parkers. That's what they liked in this country. But when you look at it, when I, listen, I said it before lockdown, and I'm still going to say it again. Jack Grealish is in the team of the year. Simple as that. I'm seeing them squeeze Bruno in there. Listen, relax a little bit, please. He, he's, he's played about four, 14 games, about four of them. It was poor as well in the last couple of games. Anyway, hey, Jack Bruno's Grealish... All season, I've called it. He's an industry. Bro, I'm telling you, Jack, Jack Grealish throughout the whole season. No, 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 no. I like Bruno as a player, but he's an industry player. How is he getting man of the match for every single game? Man of the match for every single game. Deserves it. Like, um, two players of the month. Like, literally... Bruno will do nothing. He will do... Bruno will do Bruno stuff because, like I said, this is what he's doing. United fans keep abusing him. We might have to come take him. <laughs> what? 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 Whoa. Jose? Jose, Jose, that's not playing in Dumbelli. I didn't see his face. <laughs> Jose, that's not playing in Dumbelli. Oh, shit. Hey, 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 hey. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'll take it back. Hey, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to appreciate him though man I'm seeing already best slander on him I don't like it bro Bruno is See, a guy man think they can demand players World from, from sixth <laughs> but yeah back to back to thingy alright listen Jack Grealish come to United come to United your destiny you've done your job you've ticked your boxes now now, hey, now destiny the that, that is, is, is that the right thing huh the cost is going to be a bit higher now. He's staying yeah, in the Yeah, staying up in the Prem, bruv. You men are going to have to pay that 70 mil premium now. Aston Villa. Aston Villa are going to give Jack Greenish the blessing to leave. Remember, I told you guys already. But that They're going to give him the blessing to leave. Well. That's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He's going to leave, but it won't be cheap. But if it's not going to be no 70, 80 million that people are trying to suggest, trust me. Mm. So that's what I'm going to say, be? mate. Cool. Hey, I don't need to tell you guys things. Come on, man. You're our inside before we, source, bro. Before we, go, on the ground. before we go, Fuad, are you ready, yeah? Cam, we need you to speak to your father and relinquish him of the KDB title. As of tonight. <laughs> break record. We need... Huh? Did he break the record? No, he equaled bro, it still. he tied it. You equal oh, greatness. Oh, you know when you're the he greatest, a man come neck and neck with you. Greatness. That's what you call greatness. Did he break it? Did he break Brother. it? Brother. I need you to tell your father to relinquish KDB in the season. 13 goals. 33 goal contributions in 35 games. And you still don't want to... Um, he passed the 300. Relinquish. Relinquish the thing. Let me check it. Let me... Relinquish the thing. What's that? He was on 295 crosses before the game. I want to see if he passed the Wait, 300 mark. Let me check it, let me check it. What, a record? Brother, add it. Another record. Yeah, Greatness no, he passed only. it. 304. Greatness only. I told you, man. <laughs> yeah? What's the hardest pass to play on the pitch? A cross. Yeah? The greatest. 
You're you're paying. Yeah. A man said that he passed three hundred cross. Brother, you man, agenda. That's poor. That's poor. Can you just can you give him props for his goal, his performance? To, well, no, his performance is playing Norwich. But Brother, you did you props? see the footwork for that first goal? It was, was CR. Great. Do you remember? Do you remember CR seven and Justin Hoyt on the flanks? Okay, it was it was reminiscent of that. Fuad. Fuad. Man said top bins. Here you go. Fuad. Fuad. Tell me no, Tell it me I'm lying. But you can't say Brother, that the, the CR7 the Justin Hoyt thing. I said the footwork, footwork was crazy. Was magnificent. But he was doing that. No one he's a good player. He's a good player. They just say he's a cross merchant, but they're not acknowledging the footwork. No. 304 crosses in 30, in 30 certain games, yeah? Footwork, footwork, That's footwork. Trying to <laughs> he was trying to cross it. <laughs> he was trying to cross it. They went top bin. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you're a clown. <laughs> now <Nah>, you're... <laughs> nah, I end this. <laughs> I'm sick of looking in the sky. I, right, oh, I feel that's the end, man. Listen, there's still some, some things coming up. Europa League coming up. Champions League coming up. Mbappe may be out for that game with that injury. Hey, what's your yeah, predictions for the FA Cup? FA Cup are winning. Predictions for FA and Euro. Right. Let me know. Let me know. Chelsea are winning, man. I already said it. Scoreline, Mr. Confident. Come on. I'll go 3 1. Okay. Okay. You I'll trust that defense, yeah? I'll go 3 1. Well, clearly Damn. not. Europa we'll League, what are you saying? There's more games. You can't really predict that one. Big Let's do it. Romelu, listen. Romelu, 29 goals. Address hey. it. Address it. 29 goals. Address listen. it. Listen. Do United fans want to address it? Huh? huh? Without without Lukaku, we finished third. Win. What's, what's that is shameless. Where you, shameless. Brother, <laughs> you have no shame. Let me check something. Do you know how many Let times yeah, I've heard, I've heard this season no the sentence Lukaku and Ronaldo together? It's like every record Ronaldo had as a debut into season, Lukaku's going to achieve it. No, but you man have been shitting. United fans have been shitting on Lukaku ever since he left. Like, the man, man has, said, I think he's hit his highest tally this season. 29. Ever, in a single season, yeah. Like, just just leave him alone. That's all I'm saying, United fans. He's in another country. He's doing well for himself. You know, still first, doing your thing. Cool, cool. You got Tony Martial. Let's hope it carries on next season. But let a man live. You sound he's a bit doing bitter, bits abroad. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, just want to hate on still, a man for no reason. Angry about but like, that, United about fans, nah. United fans are like scorned. I clock. If you leave United, they're scorned. Jose, yeah, they yeah. hate him forever. Yeah. Um, what's it like? If you leave United, good luck. They don't like you. Nah. You man are bitter. No, 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 no. We're very respectful. We love our disrespectful. I'll do well for you. Inter, Inter well drawn. You. Listen, can you listen to me? Inter have drawn 10 league games this season. If only they had a character that could have difference and then again again why is that not a, why is that not an indictment on the coach i ain't gonna say nothing hey i'm just read i just read out a stat that's what i did that's I'm what i did you, that has I'm no shame you. listen Lukaku, well is, done yeah. mate we All appreciate you over here mandem said they can get peace for lucas <laughs> listen hey cuz you said <laughs> how much you reckon we can get for Lucas Moura? What genuinely six and a half? Six point five. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, man! <laughs> you are taking Bro. this. Hey, listen, 
Let us know in the comments how much you think Spurs can get Lucas Moura for. <laughs> That's our question of the week. Hey, what's the what's the old what's the what's the other team? Was it um old new boys? That the the New Wales old boys. <laughs> They're Argentina, isn't it? Yeah, that man will pay you in instalments as well. They'll give you that two point hey, six yeah, upfront. Listen, yeah. listen, man. Um, <laughs> That's another episode. Make sure you're following. Make sure you're hitting up all of the socials. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to do some more stuff as well. And yeah, just keep following the personals as well. Hey, season's coming. over, bruv. But yeah, it's not over. Well, the, yeah, the regular season's over, but... My season's some over. M- NBA team. Fred and Cam might do some NBA. You ain't ready for that. You followed that NBA last said James Milner, LeBron, LeBron James. I don't want to talk last with you no more. On a deep point, that's my guy still. That's my guy. That's your entry point, yeah? That's my entry point. Hey, you, man, that's another man, but out in a bit. Hey, for real. Bless, man. Easy.